in a world where blockbuster movies are made and enjoyed. Millions of people watch them, awards are won, careers are launched, cinematic works of greatness are produced each year, and these two knuckleheads haven't seen them. You're listening to The List We Missed, where we finally watch the movies that everyone else already has. Hey, Jackie. Hi, everybody else. Welcome back to The List We Missed. Yeah. And this week, we missed a 1989 romantic comedy, When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. This movie's known for that orgasm scene in the diner. That's the only thing that I knew about it. I I knew it was Meg Ryan, I knew it was Billy Crystal, and then the orgasm scene. And I also knew that the moment that was over, the lady that ordered next to her goes, I'll I'll have have what what she's she's having. having. That's the extent of what I knew about this movie. And now that I've watched it, I can't get that hour and a half of my life I unfortunately thought that this movie was something along the lines of um, Along Came Polly or... uh, or Forgetting Sarah Marshall, or any of those rom-com movies from, like, you know, late 2000s, early 2000s, whatever time period that was. It was just like, I thought it was something, and then it was 1989, and I was like, oh, I'm not prepared for this. Yeah, no, 1980, like, the late, I feel like the 80s and the 90s, I mean, all rom-coms generally have this formula, but I feel like this was, like, the peak of, I like you, I hate you, I'm sorry, I love you, mm-hmm. and then make sure there's some sort of classic R&B or, like, jazz standard <laughs> that, like, opens the movie and also closes the movie. Right. And that's a rom-com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, that, wow, you just broke down rom-coms pretty good there. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, but, I mean, like, with all that said and done, I actually kind of enjoyed this movie. Yeah, okay. I know. You didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> I, well, okay. I'm going to be very fair. You just Ron- don't like rom-coms. Ron- I was say that I can probably, off the top of my head, I can think of two rom-coms, three rom-coms that I actually like. It is not a genre that I go to. Mm-hmm. Like, it is just not for me. Um, I was, I, I, I only can say that I am on the fence about this movie because I find Billy Crystal very charming. I've always found him funny. I just, I like Billy Crystal, so... He kind of makes me want to like this movie, but mm-hmm. overall, I think this movie has a terrible message and a shitty theme. And 1989, you can't give it I too know, much crap. But it's still, but you know what? A lot of that stuff is still prevalent today. Um, and and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put all my cards on the table. The whole idea that men and women cannot be friends. Like, there has to be some sort of sex involved. There has to be some sort of attraction involved. The fact that, like, the two genders cannot have a platonic relationship makes me very mad because I have several of those. And I don't think that I'm unique in any way that I have that. I think it's very... I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it's... So is now the time I should mention, or... Don't. <laughs> no, it, it, it's, in all honesty, no. The, the message is stupid that uh, men and women can't be friends because very clearly you and I are really good friends and no. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> might be kind of weird, not going <laughs> to lie. But no, it, 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 it's one of those like, it, it, that's stupid, right? Like the entire idea. I've had a lot of, of female friends all my life through high school, through college. I, I, just, I get along with women and I don't think any of them wanted to bang me. But yeah, I, I agree though. The, the entire formula is, uh, not formula, the uh, idea is dumb and stupid, but I still laughed. I still enjoyed watching it. I still enjoyed the hilarity that ensued, but I did. Ooh. 
I wrote notes this time. You wrote notes. I'm so proud of you. I stream a conscious a lot of this. Okay. So I'm ready. So to start off, let's talk about the opening scene where we see Billy Crystal making out with some chick, and mm -hmm. then I can't remember who played Sally. I don't care to remember who played Sally, but she, she pulls up in a car. It's Meg Ryan. Okay, Meg Ryan. <laughs> Whatever. I don't remember people's names. I don't do that. You remembered her character name, but somehow didn't remember the name her of the character. Her character name's at the actress. title of the movie. Like. But it's not like she's a random person. She's an extremely famous. Like, at one point, she was like America's sweetheart. She was in all these rom coms. America's movies. sweetheart in the 90s? Yes. Then that's why I don't know. Damn. Maybe a bit <laughs> of the early 2000s. Probably when? still didn't know. Pro probably not. But uh, my first note is. Oh, so so they they so she uh, uh, Meg Ryan Sally pulls up in a car to, to to drive with with Harry from Chicago to New York. Mm -hmm. And my first note is, you just met this guy and you're road trip tripping with him. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> That's not the, the early. 90s, late 80s must have been a crazy different time because nowadays you can't think about doing something. Well, like and that. you know what? Keep in mind that that the movie starts in 1977. Right. So this is a time when people were also like just randomly hitchhiking. Yeah. Like yeah. Can't no, do that anymore. It's definitely. I watched Criminal time. Minds. You can't do this. <laughs> yeah. No. It's definitely a different time. But yeah, they they both were trying to. Yeah, they had the the girl that. Billy Crystal was making out was a mutual friend between the two of them. Mm -hmm. So she was like, oh, you're going to New York? Well, my boyfriend needs a ride to New York. Why don't there you guys you go. go together, yeah. you know, split the driving, the cost, the whole nine. So that's where that situation happened. Still thought it was a little weird. <laughs> no, it is. To look at it with today's lens, it's yeah. like stranger danger. You don't get in right. a car with a rando person mm -hmm. and drive, you know, 20 hours halfway across the country just because it's convenient. It was also very interesting that uh, uh, Harry kind of changed his persona as soon as he was in the car with Sally. Like, yeah. he was very loving and all. And then all of a sudden, he was spitting out the window. Yeah, like, with the grapes. <laughs> oh, is that what that was? He was eat Yeah, he was eating grapes. I just thought he was spitting because he thought it looked cool. I don't know. No, he, he literally reaches behind. Like, she's talking. Like, mid-conversation, he, like, like, gets up and, like, he's in the front seat. And he goes to grab something from the back seat and he's got a handful of grapes on a bunch okay. so he's just almost eating them like an apple like just right off the vine <laughs> okay. and they're seeded grapes uh -huh. so that's what he's spitting out is the seeds i don't think yeah he wasn't just spitting because he is gross i well you know what <laughs> i missed that i assume because i wrote this note and let me tell you i thought he was disgusting <laughs> so but yeah, like I mean, that first interaction with them, you know, the, the whole the driving and the and then that's when the conversation first started, where he's where he says you can't be friends with the guy or whatever, right? Like that's yeah, the, that's yeah. The, men, men and women, because because she made the comment at one point about them being no, he hit on her, mm -hmm. or he he said no, no he, he said he, he said that he, she he said attractive. that she was attractive, yeah. and she's like, are you coming on to me? And he's like, no, like I'm just, which quite honestly, I think is another problem that especially in this day and age. Like, you can no longer compliment someone. Oh, like, yeah. if you compliment someone that you don't know, mm -hmm. if they don't find you attractive, then it's offensive and you're harassing them. Right. But if they find you attractive, they're like, oh, it's so cute. Oh, right, I think right. I'm so pretty. <laughs> like, it's double just, standard. It, yeah, it's an absolute double standard and it's bullshit. But anyway, he's she he says just kind of, you know, you're, you know, basically, you see her, the, the dynamic of the two characters. He's eating grapes, spitting seeds out the window. And she's super uptight. She's super uptight. Like, they're ordering at a restaurant, and she wants, you know, I want the dressing on the side. I want, you know, this to that. Like, I want pie a la mode and put the ice cream on the side. Warm the pie, but if there is no ice cream, then whipped cream, but don't heat it. Like, 
And if it's Avakan, I don't want it. Like, yeah, it was like, all, she's I, very... I did write down, I can't tell if Harry is an asshole or if Sally is way too uptight. Exactly. I did write that down. We get to see these two polar opposite characters, and... Yeah, so he says, I find you attractive, and she's like, are you hitting on me? And he's like, no, I'm just stating a fact that you... But then you... she took it yeah. that way, and then she... she was all upset because, you know, you're going with my friend. Yes. Like, it's a whole freaking thing. And then it was just like, well, we can just be friends. And then it's like, no, we can't just be friends Men because... Men and women can't do that. Yeah. There's yeah. always sex involved. One party always wants to sleep with the other, and friendship never works. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of the basis that a lot of this movie is building off of. Um, this movie skips ahead in time. Yeah, it, we go, it, it, it keeps chunking, right? Yeah, so the first go, part was they just got out of college, they're going to New York. 1977. And then, and then fast forward like five or six years. It's five years later. And the way that, this was something I didn't like. The way they broke the the segmented sections of this, right? Like it was, we were in college, we're driving, and then all of a sudden they showed an old couple. And talk about how they, you know, when they first met and how much they liked each other. Blah, like they, old couple and then... Harry and Sally again for the next section. Yeah, they they all the times we went to the different years. Yeah, it was bookended by the by these older couples basically briefly giving their story of how they met, got married, whatever. I'd like to believe that they were actually married couples and all, but I feel like it was just you know we're gonna bullshit some some cute story. Yeah. But then some of the stories were stupid. Like the one guy where he's like, you know, yeah, I married you, and then I broke, and then we got a divorce. Yeah. And that one, I'm like, dude, whoa, okay. And then I'm sitting there like, girl, why'd you get back with this guy? <laughs> like, left left his current wife at a at a funeral or something? Like, what was the, that about? The only one of those stories, of all the old people telling their stories, the only one that I believe could actually be a real married couple were the two that kept, like, talking over each other. I loved that one. That one was cute. Yeah. That one was cute. I was like, they're probably the <laughs> only real couple. Because he's like, I was going up on this elevator. We were on an elevator, and yeah. I saw him. And then the I was The 56th floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one was cute. That was a very cute story. Yeah, that was the only one of those segments that I liked. We lived down the street from each other. Never met each we other. We never yeah. met each other yeah. once. We yeah. met each other. It was it was a very funny story, but yeah, like the the book ending because it kind of like it's a break the fourth wall kind of thing. But yeah. I was like, I understand why they did it because yeah. it, like how else do you do time skips without like like if yeah. you just if you just jumped five years and just put plaster five years later, it would have felt awkward. Yeah, I mean, I get the, the the it's the vehicle to move it along. I mean, yeah, it wasn't terrible, but yeah, some of the stories were kind of stupid, with the exception of the one. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the way that they, they ended it. But yeah, so we skip ahead five years. They're in an airport and Sally's making out with her boy Joe or whatever. And it happens to be somebody that Harry knows knows. through work. Yeah. So when they pass each other, originally it's like, you know, it's one of those things where like, does he really not recognize her? Oh, with the fake out with Joe. Yeah. (laughs) I wrote that. I I honestly thought he was going to talk about Sally and then I was like, no, Joe. And I was like, oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. You got me. You got got me. You got me. (laughs) So it it is appearing that Harry does not remember her right away. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's talking with Joe and it's like, oh yeah, Sally, we drove from Chicago. Okay, whatever. Yeah. And like, it was a very brief interaction. There wasn't too much with it. And then they were near each other on the plane and then, mm-hmm. and then somebody was kind enough to switch seats, which again, wouldn't happen this day and age. <laughs> but now they switched seats and, and then I, I can't tell if he was harassing her throughout the flight on purpose just to try and, or if that's just his character. Again, <clears throat> is Harry an asshole or is she too upset? I don't know. <laughs> like, I have no idea. I want to say it's like a little bit of both. Well, it's funny because, okay, so they, they, they have their thing at the airport, blah, blah, blah. And then we fast forward again. They run into each other again. 
and it isn't until after so so I'm gonna I'm gonna make this big brush stroke here, but they, they fast forward, uh she's with Joe and they're doing okay and uh, no, it's at the airport, he's about to get married, she's with Joe, and then fast forward, she breaks up with Joe and Harry's going through a divorce. Right, it's another five years later, yeah. so now we're like ten years removed from when they first met. And it wasn't until this, humi- this humility that these bo- that both these characters were like, you know, oh, maybe I am too uptight, and oh, maybe I am an asshole. Like, that's when they kind of met this weird happy medium, which was kind of nice. Yeah, I mean, it, it was one of those situations where they met each other again at the right time. They each were kind of fulfilling a void for each other mm-hmm. without the hassle of the relationship. I. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Does that sound too harsh? Like I don't, I don't mean that to sound. No, you're fine. I honestly, I was chuckling because I read one of my notes that I have here when he's talk when Harry's talking to his friend at the and they're at the game mm-hmm. and I fuck the Giants. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I wrote that apparently. That's fine. Also, they were doing the wave. You don't do waves at football games, people. You do that at baseball. Leave it in baseball. Leave it alone. Don't do it at football. Moving on. I thought the wave was like universal. No. Like you do it in any crowd situation. Yeah, yeah most crowds do, but it's it's wrong. It's just <laughs> it's wrong. It's just not right, god damn it. No, it's not just not right. <laughs> it's wrong. It's wrong. Okay. That's fair. You know, it's like the two stupid dogs. Oh, I had a neck. You, but it's wrong! <laughs> no. No. Don't do the wave. Okay. Dad and I don't do the wave. We if the wave know. starts, we just sit there and glare at everybody. Usually because the Eagles are losing. But. But. Doesn't help. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so yeah. So they're so they're they're filling a void, and at this point, they kind of start contradicting the whole men can't be friends with women, women can't be friends with men. Like they just have this weird platonic relationship mm-hmm. for a good long while. Yeah. Like a good long while. And uh, when did that change? I don't know when that changed. Was it when they went out to dinner with their with each of their friends? And they were trying to set each other up. I feel like it, I, you know what, I feel like it was one of those things where even before that, it was kind of, I don't know, I think it just perpetuates what they're trying to say with men and women not being friends because there's moments prior to that where you can almost kind of see like it's the way that Harry's looking at her mm-hmm. or it's the way that Sally is talking to him. Then they, yeah, they go out to dinner with two of their, like basically their two best friends. Right. Trying to set, each other, trying to set with... each other up with the opposite yeah. one. Which totally doesn't work. Princess it backfires. Leia. It was Princess Leia. I was so series. confused because she didn't have the big buttons. <laughs> I I took me a minute. Not gonna lie. Really? It did. Do you, do you, I guess that's I've only, really only ever seen her in Star Wars. Only ever in Star Wars. To be fair, I've seen her now in this. I think outside of Star Wars, when I think Carrie Fisher, she was also like kind of the same character in the movie Drop Dead Fred. So she was in Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, she was Phoebe Cates like adult female best friend okay so that's the really like all i can think of is if it's not princess leia she's from drop dead fred (laughs) never actually watched drop dead fred but like i only know about it because like my friends in middle school high school watched drop dead fred and talked about it and i was like i don't want to see this movie i don't think it sounds stupid but whatever no it's it's fun i own it if you want to borrow it sure (laughs) why not which by the way people scott pilgrim versus the world uh didn't watch the movie yet but the comics are good excellent so all right. Okay. So so they go out to dinner, and then the two friends are like, you know, wait a minute, we're actually interested in each other, not in who you try to set us up with. Yes. So, bye, Felicia, and they get in a cab, and then. Yeah, they they you know skip to their end is they they date, they move in, they get married, they yeah. get there happily ever after. And all during that, then it's still Sally and Harry hanging out, being good friends, whatever. 
in between then is when we get the the diner scene. And mm. I did write down something about that. Sally used to be so uptight. I like sexual Sally. <laughs> I, I that, it was a fun scene. It made me laugh it was. pretty good. Like for being uptight, and it wasn't anything that it was. Like, he didn't ask for anything. He just made the statement that that he knows when he a, knows when a woman is faking. I know when a woman is faking an and orgasm. They don't fake and it with they, me. Yeah, they don't fake it with me. And, and she, she just kind of just puts her fork down and just clears her throat and. I'm going to fake an orgasm. Oh, and, God, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. It was, it, it was funny because if I were in that situation, I'd feel so uncomfortable. So I can laugh at somebody else's misfortune. Of course you can. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I mean, and it was and it was almost like slightly, I don't want to say it was out of character for mm-hmm. her, but I guess maybe this just kind of goes back to what you were saying about how she realized she was uptight. He realized that he was maybe... Too loose and too much of an asshole. Right. I don't know. I don't it's, know if they actually did that, but it felt that's what happened. It. I don't know. That that scene, like, I did enjoy that scene. It's, like, the most famous scene from the movie. It just, it felt slightly out of character for her that she would do something like that. Right. But, I thought, but like, this is, again, a decade later. Yeah. Right? Like, you know. So, you know, we all, we get this whole progression of... Harry and Sally are spending a lot of time together and, you know, there's phone calls, there's middle of the night phone calls, but then we also see progression of Harry starting to date somebody and Sally starting to date somebody else. And, and they both don't like who they're each yeah. dating. And it's one of those things, it's like, it's like the blatantly Protect, obvious protective thing. Protective friends. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, you know, she seems nice. He's too tall. You know, the, the one woman that Harry is dating, like, owns too a young. bakery. And, oh, yeah. And Sally's like, well, he doesn't even like sweets. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, right. what's the appeal of dating a, like a, somebody that works at a bakery? Right. He doesn't like sweets. And, you know, because they know so much about each other. They know each other inside and out kind yep. of thing. Yep. So, yep. um, and then the, the, they, they go to a store to buy a, a housewarming gift for their friends who mm-hmm. are now moving in together and everything. Yeah. And they, uh, <laughs> they get on a karaoke machine. Hey, look, another note. Get in time. God damn it. <laughs> It kind of killed my soul that they were singing. So I understand karaoke is supposed to be fun and stupid, yeah. but for the love of Christ, just get in time, people. <laughs> it's like when you get when you go to a party or, or something and, and everybody starts clapping and they're clapping out of time yeah. where they force the song to go quicker. I, I hate it. Anyway, we're just going to talk about the things I don't like, but it's fine. <laughs> in that moment, Harry's ex-wife. Yep. Now, mind you, their divorce was not amicable. She was like, oh, I need to leave you because I don't think I love you anymore. And yeah, it I turns out. It turns out she never did, and she was also sleeping with somebody else at that point and was moving in with someone immediately. Yeah. So, yeah, they're hanging out, uh, looking... They're at Sharper Image, which that's so dated, you probably don't even know what Sharper Image is. I imagine it's images that are sharp. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's a photography booth? Pointy images. Is it like a Radio Shack type deal? It, 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 it Sharper Image, it was like, yeah, they have like... H.H. Greg? It's like, uh, what's the word? Like, like little tchotchkes yeah. and like little just technologically a, Just a store that has things. anything you could think of, probably. Yeah, like the most random stuff and like, yeah, it's that kind of... Sharper Image, it has karaoke machines. Yeah, But yeah, so his, uh, Harry's ex-wife and her new lover walk up. And you know it's a very awkward but Era. brief conversation. Era. And it's when you know it's it's the it's the weird awkward conversation you have with your ex the first time you see them in public when you weren't expecting to. You know, if you just never see them again, you that's just avoid it. and that's a bonus if you never see them. But sometimes you can't avoid it. Apparently, in the heart of New York City, you <laughs> yeah, might bump into people, yeah. you might bump into your ex. So 
that you know they have this brief weird awkward interaction. yeah harry is not okay after no, that no no and but, like they're at their friend's house and he kind of has this blow up at them and he's kind of yelling it and, was that moment that made me realize that he voiced mike wazowski in uh in uh, <laughs> when he starts screaming in that in, in that scene i was like hold on and i clicked on my phone I'm like huh look at that um Similar story. Uh-huh. That's how I found out that Michael Keaton was Beetlejuice because that scene in the first Batman yeah. when he's like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> and I turned to my father and I said, he sounds like Beetlejuice. And my dad's like, that's because he is Beetlejuice. Uh, and my little uh, tiny mind was blown. How old were you when this happened? Um, What? The, like, I don't know. Last week? Eight, nine years old. Like, I was oh, young. Okay. Like, it was when the movie came out. Oh, okay. Because, I, yeah, I'm like, he sounds like Bat- or Beetlejuice. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> so, great. Yeah. That's great. Harry's in a mood now and ends up like yelling at his friends and, you know, they're trying to move in together and, you know, they're deciding what they're keeping and what they're not keeping. I promise I'll never want this god-awful thing. When two households come together when you date someone, there's always that moment of like, oh, that's how you have your kitchen. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Uh, And then, yeah, Harry's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. This is going to end in divorce. We're (laughs) all going to die miserable anyway. Write write your names in all the books so you don't argue about whose book it is. You know, so he storms out, Sally follows him, and they start yelling at each other. But again, like, they're friends, and they're concerned about each other, so they hug it out immediately. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry, you know, and she gets it, and whatever. Yeah. And then fast forward to... Joe getting married? Yeah, Joe calling up Sally to just, you know, shoot the shit, I guess, and then say, you know, oh, but... Which I always found was weird. Like, why would you... I'm sorry. When I, I unless, unless I'm like unless I want to be friends with the person after a, a breakup, mm-hmm. I don't talk to you ever again. So why would I bother to try yeah. to reach out? Like that that to me was like Joe, you're a dick for calling this chick to be like you know, hey, by the way, I'm getting married after we broke up because I didn't want to get married. Yeah, like that was a dick move, Joe. Uh, fuck you, Joe. Dick yeah. move. But yeah, but yeah. So then Sally's in a mess, much yeah. like Harry was in a mess after his thing, and then uh, Harry comes over to Sally's to console her and. Blah, blah, blah. And then one thing leads to another. You don't kiss on the lips to console your friends. Yeah, you don't. Don't do it. That's weird. But when you secretly want to be with each other and you haven't told the other person because you're afraid it's going to ruin your friendship, you take that opportunity. I don't know if... I never felt like they... they, I don't think they consciously knew they wanted to be with each other, though. Maybe not. I, I, I genuinely, the way that movie played out, I genuinely don't think that they that they were like, you know, man, I really want to date this person, but I shouldn't because I don't want to make things weird. Right. Like, the conversations that they had with their friends were like, like Harry was like, you know, I can just talk to her and not worry about it. Like, it's, it's great. I, like, it never felt like that to me. Yeah. Like, it was like a, I'm hanging out with you, but I don't want to ruin this, so I'm not going to do anything. It felt very natural, but it didn't seem... Correct, because again, like the whole, if everything felt natural to me, and then all of a sudden you're kissing on the lips to console her, and I'm like, whoa, dude, that's a little, oh god, what's happening? Like, I don't know. It, I just my poor virgin eyes, I guess. Like, I don't know. Yeah, she. It'd be weird if I kissed you in at all to console you. Yeah. Like, well, it's like it's. I'll one hug of those... you, but I won't kiss you. Yeah, like because there's a line you don't cross with your friends. Right. There's a line. For the record, she the line was right, right in front out of her. my boobs. Yeah, this is where the line is. No, it's like one of those things where it's like, is is Harry taking advantage of her in that moment? But also he, on her on her part, you know. Well, then she me, leaned into it. I've been there. You know, you've been rejected, you've been hurt, mm-hmm. and you need an ego boost. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I'm going to kiss you. Oh, you're kissing me back. Okay, now I feel better. Like, you know, it, 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 they both, I think, kind of took advantage of each other in that moment. Uh-huh. And, then they, had, even, again, and then they had sex. It maybe, maybe it was taking advantage, but I don't think it was conscious, like, to begin with. Yeah. I, I, I really don't think that. Oh, yeah, I don't think anybody had an agenda. Like, I don't think he went over her house that night thinking, I'm going to bang this right. Um, But I think they they had that brief moment of... Again, like, quite literally, she's going to fill the void. He's going to fill the void. Mm. I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling bad. This is a very good friend, and this feels good, and let's and then smash the first thing that, and, then, and then after after that, and then they get to dinner, it's like, a, that was a mistake. That was awkward. See, but now here's the part where you can see that, I mean, Sally seems very content. At the moment after. Sally seems very content. And you can see Billy Crystal is just like... Oh, yeah. He's uncomfortable. He is uncomfortable. Because he's talked about, like, he's a fucking run. Mm-hmm. Like, he has this... That is established trait in this movie that he he will sleep with a woman. And then before the sun comes up, he's gone. Right. Like, that's just his MO. And I think Sally thought it would be different with her. Mm. Because, unfortunately, sometimes it is stereotypical of women to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change you. You're not going to leave in the morning because I'm different. I'm Sally. You're Harry and I'm Sally. And you're going to stay and it's going to be wonderful. Right. Um, but the reality is he's like, look, I got to go to work. You got to go to work. So you know, let's like, go do what yeah, we, we got to go live our lives and then we'll meet for dinner. It was nice, though, that he was like, you know, dinner, though. Like, he yeah. could have just been like, you know, see you right. when I see you. Well, again, they're also, like, they're supposedly best friends. Right. So, you know, it would be it would be out of character for him to not, like... The big red flag would be if he's like, all right, peace out. I'll see you when I see you. But he was like, let's meet for dinner. Throughout the course of the day, he's like, it was a mistake. I think he even says, he's like, I took advantage of her. Like, he feels like, not that it was terrible in the moment, but that's not what the, that's not what their, that's not their path. That is not what they were supposed to do. They had a moment of weakness. And I think she kind of has that too of, it was a moment of weakness. I don't know. I feel like though she... She, it wasn't a mistake. She was only saying it was a mistake because she saw how he acted in the morning. Right. So she had to basically protect herself and say right. it was a mistake. And he desperately wanted her to say it first so that way. Right. Yeah. So he could feel better about himself. Like, it's it's this whole stupid fucked up situation between the two of them. And from there, things really go downhill. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like... Well, the, their friendship is basically ending because you, you can't, like... You, you can't just be friends, right? Yeah, you can't go back. You, you've hit the point of no return, and now you're supposed to go back. Like, you've slept together. Now no. you're going to be friends after that? I promise that that'll never happen with us. Right, because we're never even going to kiss, because right. friends don't kiss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just one of those things <laughs> where... That's so stupid. The, there's just, it's just more bullshit from this movie. Okay. Like, like how you can't come back from it after sleeping together. Uh, right, right, right. And sex is, like, basically sex was the enemy for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and you can't come back from that. Right. Well, and it's like, well, then what kind of friendship did you have before that mm-hmm. if you can't bounce back from something like that? That's true. Yeah, it feels a little And, you know, and also fake. if you're not honest and have communication with each other, well, yeah. then again, what, what kind, kind of, of friendship, friendship did you, you have, have I that, that you can't have that open communication? Yeah. So, yeah. So now it's it's the the two friends that they had set up. They're getting married. They're getting married. And, and they're both obviously the, like maid of honor, best man yep, situation. Yep. And they're not happy with each other no, at all. Not at all. It's like a couple weeks after they slept together mm-hmm. and they're at the reception 
And it's just, you know... Well, like, things blow up again. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Well, what the fuck with you? Yeah. And it, it kind of ends very poorly. And then it comes to... New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. And, like, up until that point, Billy Crystal is desperately trying to... Get, get his friend get, back. Get his friend back. He's calling her constantly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like, honestly, they both should be apologizing to each other. Uh-huh. She's being a bitch because he is desperately trying to apologize. He's taking all the blame. Mm-hmm. Which... Which, for the beginning of the movie, yeah. that he wouldn't have done that. And Which I don't think he really should be taking all the blame. Like, I think they both fucked up. They both should be saying I'm sorry to each other. Oh, yeah, But definitely. anyway... He and she just is refusing to take his phone calls. He's just leaving message after message mm-hmm. on the answering mm-hmm. machine. She and finally she's does answer. Just not, yeah, she's not dealing with it at all. And then she finally picks up the phone. And again, it's like it's it's very reminiscent of that awkward phone call or the awkward moment that Harry had with his ex. Yeah. It gets just a very awkward phone call of like, hey, hey, I'm running out. What can I do for you? Like, I'm sorry. She's like, okay, okay. bye. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah, it was weird. It, it was it was a very weird conversation, and then it's New Year's Eve, and you know, because he was like on the phone, he was like, "Hey, if you don't have a date, I don't have a date." We always said that if we were going to be single on New Year's, mm-hmm. let's be together. So at least we at that moment, we yeah. have someone you know to hug when the ball drops. Blah blah blah. And she was just like, "Can't do it." No, I'm not doing it. So fine, she goes to the New Year's Eve party with the friends. He stays home. And then he just sits there and reflects on the last 10 years of his life mm-hmm. and where she has fit into it. And boom goes the dynamite because he has his epiphany and he starts literally running to the, the, party. the party where they're at. Where, you know, we have our big dramatic moment where, where she he... was like, I'm leaving. I'm not having fun. And he, you know, they meet. And then he runs in and, and then he, exclaims, he, he proclaims his love. And, yeah. And he and... does it in like the very rom-com like you know i love the way you are i love the things you do ten, it's I like love the everything. 10 things i hate about you moment where it's like i i i i love you even though you you know and i hate that i can't yeah. hate you like i love you even though you do this wrong thing and i love you when you you know because you suck at scrabble or this and that and she's like i hate you i hate you and really she means i love you when she says i hate because she's like i hate that i can't be mad at you yeah and then she just keeps saying, I hate you, I hate you. And then and they, then they kiss. kiss. And then and then they are getting married three months later or whatever. Yeah, because the final, like all those little vignettes with the old people that have been telling their story of how they got married. Yeah. The final one is Harry and Sally talking about their wedding. And it was a lovely wedding. And they had a big coconut cake and chocolate sauce on the side. And end uh, scene. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I enjoyed the movie. There were there like there were there were things about it that I definitely enjoyed. There were things about it I didn't enjoy. But I, I think overall, like if I'm flipping through and I see it, and then I flip through again to see if there's anything else on, then I probably yeah I'll sit down and watch it again. But I'm not. But like I enjoyed it enough to be like you know I never want to see this again. Like I, I'm not I'm not saying I'm saying I would enjoy seeing it again. You would yeah. yeah. No, I don't ever. I don't want to watch this movie anymore. Okay. No, I'm good. Makes so, you feel like, awkward about your friends with all your guys' friends. Right? No, it doesn't. It just it, this just reaffirms the fact of how wrong this movie is because it is. It, I have perfectly wonderful platonic, mutually platonic relationships. I mean, at the same time, though, just because it doesn't fit your your life doesn't mean it doesn't fit other people's lives, right? Like for some people, yeah, they definitely can't be friends with the opposite sex because Probably. of one reason or the other. But I don't care about them. <laughs> okay, they're not in my bubble. They're not in my world. <laughs> they're not my people. No. 
I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> so, yeah, so this movie comes out in 1989. I'm not born yet. It comes out one day before my eighth birthday. And I miss this movie because why would an eight-year-old be watching When Harry Met Sally? Be watching an R-rated movie where, where they Is first... Is it R-rated? Said, I think it was R. I can't see this being an R-rated movie. I feel movie. like it was R. This has to be PG-13. Uh, there was like no nudity. There was no bad words. I feel like it was R. Just give me a sec. When no. Harry Met Sally. Give me a rating. <laughs> when Harry met Sally, MC17. <laughs> <laughs> well, so funny enough, like I feel like it was uh, an R-rated film because uh, they they definitely use the word the the F word a couple times. I'm pretty sure you're only allowed one time in a PG-13 film. Mm-hmm. R rating. Yes. Wow. Ha. See, IMDb. Well, uh, yeah, I guess I guess it is for like the three times it, it, they said the F word. Yeah, like it, wow. it, it's, it's the language in it. Like, okay. Just, just because there was no straight straight up nudity, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, again, I, I'm I'm eight years old. I'm not watching this movie. What I am watching, I will tell you. Okay. I'm watching Batman. Of course you are. I'm watching Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, great film. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Never actually saw that one. Look Who's Talking. Don't You've know. never seen Look Who's Talking? I, I don't even know if I've ever heard of that film. Um, also, 1989, uh, one of my top five all-time favorite movies. Ghostbusters 2 comes out in 1989. Really? Yes. The first one was 1984. The second one, five years later, is 1989. Huh. Uh, we also have The Little Mermaid coming out. Uncle Buck, Turner and Hooch, Back to the Future 2. Okay. The okay. second movie of the greatest trilogy ever. Um, yeah, no, fight me. Um, <laughs> you're like, all right, fine. <laughs> Put up your dukes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, now I need to think of a trilogy because unfortunately all the trilogies I think of are like, you know, got other movies. Not like, actually trilogies? Well, not anymore. Like they used to be, you know, like original Star Wars trilogy. Fantastic. You know what? Even, even let's pretend that, that nothing else existed beside the original Star Wars trilogy. You, you'd I put... still say Back to the Future is a better trilogy than Star Wars. I don't know. Flying time... Traveling trains is kind of dumb. No. <laughs> no, but like Death Stars with like the one way to destroy the whole entire Death Star button is not dumb. No, that's amazing. And so are flying trains. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have no argument. Thank you. Continue. Uh, so yeah, opinions? no, they were, <laughs> there were. There was a lot. Also, um, uh, 1989 sounds like a really good... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure comes out. Yeah! Na- excellent! National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation comes out Never in 1989. Never saw that one! Um, personally, and I was not watching these in 1989, but as a grown-up, Pet Cemetery and Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5. Yeah, but you've seen they them They come since. out. You, you've seen them since. That's what I'm saying. Like, I saw them as, as an adult. But yeah. yeah, there was 1989. You know what movie is on here that I have never seen? Uh, Dead Poets Society comes out. Great movie. Never seen it, and it's, I've always wanted to watch it. I think, I think I own it. Yeah. So I can okay. send you home with it. But I might I, have to. I mean, it's a that's a great film. I have to say, so look who's talking. I yeah, we're talking. Okay. Oh wait, that's a movie. That's okay. a movie. So it's. I think you're calling me out about yeah. Star Wars again. Like I'm, I'm so seen. No, so the movie Look Who's Talking is about John Travolta. John Travolta's in it, and I forget the woman's name, but anyway, she has a baby. Okay. And John Travolta is a taxi driver. Okay. And she is in labor. 
and he the takes taxi. Her, he's taking her to the hospital. She ends up having this baby. The guy that is the father of the baby, like, cheated on his wife with the girl and wants nothing to do with the kid. Uh-huh. I forget the scenario, but basically John Travolta's in her life. But the whole look who's talking. Is the baby talking? The, like, you you get to hear what the ba- what's going through the baby's mind. And oh. it's Bruce Willis is doing the voice of Mikey, the oh. little baby. So you basically get to, like... Hear what That's the, a super interesting concept. They have three of those movies because in the second one, Mikey gets a baby sister who is voiced by Roseanne. It's kind of weird. Yeah. And in the third one, it's two dogs and you get to hear the voices of the two dogs. Huh. That's a super interesting concept. Look who the original look who's talking. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's an eighties movie. I and mean, that's, yeah, but it's, it's not bad. Okay. Like, I would watch Look Who's Talking again. Look Who's Talking to, eh, and uh-huh. the third one with the dogs, uh-huh. even more, eh. But like I said, it's a very interesting concept of, like, Bruce Willis is the voice of this baby, essentially. And, like, it must every... Be, must be hilarious watching, like, the cameras on this baby, and then Yeah, Bruce and you hear Willis Bruce Willis' <laughs> voice. Yeah. It's not a bad movie. I would say that if you... I would say that you watch it. Like, okay. again, stupid 80s movie. You got okay. nothing else to watch. There's, on. there's yeah. definitely some giggles because like at one point like the baby's being held and like a very large breasted woman walks by and okay. the guy was and, and the baby's like ooh lunchtime you know like <laughs> it's, it's that kind of stuff okay. like it's it's 80s humor right you know? yeah 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 okay cool um so yeah so that's the, there was the Rain Man comes out which I think I've seen Rain Man once uh, but I feel like I, is that the one where he like drops a matchbox or something yeah and, I uh, feel like I saw one. once yeah like I said I, I, maybe I have maybe ha- I Hoffman? haven't yeah yeah not Dennis Dustin Dustin thank you I'm like Dennis Hoffman is not <laughs> That's his brother, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there was there was a lot of... A, 1989 was a great year for movies. It sounds it. Um, also, in the world of, of pop culture, The Simpsons premieres in 1989. December 17th, 1989. You know... And I think it's, it's still going, I'm thinking. To be honest, I have no idea. I never bothered to watch The Simpsons. I can't get into The Simpsons. I have no idea. <laughs> of what's going on with the Simpsons, I, aside from the fact that everybody's a yellow person. Yeah, like, I remember I don't watching, understand why they're yellow. I remember watching The Simpsons when it first came out. I mean, we, it was just one of those things where, like, we had a small TV. We had kind of, um... The couch where everybody sat on and... No, I can't think of the word of what it is, but, like, we had almost, like... It, it was like a... A bar top oh. that divided the living room and the kitchen. But okay. it wasn't as wide as a bar top. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. it was big enough that we had like this little 19-inch TV. So while my parents were like cooking dinner and we sat down to eat, we could watch TV while you eat. Because uh, we're a family of the 80s. So you have to have a TV on when you eat. Growing up, my dad was very big on no TV. Really? Yeah, yeah was, I know. You, you do not have TV. You do not have your phones. We are here to eat dinner as a family and talk about our dates. Yeah. Like... That was very big and honestly something I really appreciated. Yeah. We so. we had the TV on and I, I, from what I remember, like my dad was like a big fan of like Fox and CBS and all that because I remember, you know, we watched The Simpsons. We watched Seinfeld. We watched Cheers and Wings and Frasier and all that stuff. Uh-huh. So I remember, watch, I remember The Simpsons being on when I was little. I remember very few things about episodes aside from Treehouse of Horror, but that's only because... 
like throughout my teenage and adult years, I've always loved the Treehouse of Horror series. Like mm. they've always been very well, it's good. Also horror, really. exactly. Like, really um, and like the, the first life. ones in like season four and five were very, very good. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like aside from like I literally can remember one episode when there was this uh, person that escaped from a mental hospital and he thought he was Michael Jackson, but he was like this big white dude and he was singing songs to Lisa because it was her birthday. Like it was, that's all I know is the one episode. Okay. Um, but yeah, the Simpsons, love it or hate it, I believe that they are still actively, you know, having episodes and seasons. Good for them. Yeah. Um, the Game Boy is born. Yeah! Original Game Boy? Original yeah. Game Boy arrives in the USA at the end of July in 1989. Oh, man. Original so Game Boy. we get Original Game Boy, which we had one. I was super excited. I had the, the Super Mario one where he's in the desert. Yeah. Um, I had Spy vs. Spy. Land. I had Tetris. I think it came with Tetris. Okay. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. It came with yeah. Tetris. Yeah, I had a Spy versus Spy game, and I believe that I had a. No, I think that I think that game. I think the the Bill and Ted game that I had. I think that was for my Sega Game Gear. I don't remember what else I had because I I always played Tetris and Spy versus Spy. And Spy versus Spy, I don't remember too much about it. You were dropping bombs, like you were like setting bombs for the black spy or the white spy to, I don't remember but yeah. we, try, have, try, we have that yeah yeah um the world wide web is invented in 1989 really it is really yeah really yeah I don't believe that uh, it's true uh, there was a software engineer in Switzerland that wanted to kind of make a universal information system I guess the problem is that uh, while it might have been invented it wasn't useful at all exactly <laughs> I mean, this was the kind of thing where only like like major companies that had like those giant rooms with yeah. like supercomputers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were using the World Wide Web. Supercomputers. Supercomputers. Although we would call them now, like back then, they would be called computers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the computers. Oh, um, but yeah, we have that. Okay. Personal story. Okay. I'm not a big fan of Christmas, but you know, Christmas season, it's fine or whatever. Sure. For me, the Christmas season officially starts. When I see the Hershey Kiss commercial where the, the, bells. the bells, yeah, that premieres for the first time in 1989. Oh, like that to me is okay. It's officially the Christmas season because I've seen the Hershey Kiss uh, ringing the bells. Even though that comes out in like October. Does see? I don't watch much TV, so oh, I don't. I don't it, either. Unless it's like a random commercial on like a YouTube video. So if somebody, yeah, so if somebody plays for you uh, that video on YouTube and it's like July, do you think it's Christmas? No, I don't think it's Christmas. <laughs> I just mean when it is no, I, I know exactly what nearing you're the yeah. time. But yes, that premieres for the that's, first time in 1989. That's such a good and one. And to this day, it still airs. Now, they did update it did a couple years ago. Oh. Um, but they still play both of them. Okay. But they did update They did update it. I forget what they... They like kind of changed the song at the end and kind of threw a beat under it. I don't mm. remember. But they do also play the original. Okay, good. And slight tangent, also the Fruity Pebbles commercial. Okay. That also is another, like, one of my favorite Christmas commercials. Okay. Do you know that one? No. Where Barney dresses up like Santa? Probably. You, I think you'd know it if you saw if it. If I saw it, I'd probably yeah. be like, yeah, I definitely saw this. But yeah. Like... like, those two commercials, I just very, 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 uh, very fond nostalgia memory. Um, the final thing I have from 1989 is that serial killer Ted Bundy is put to death in Florida via the electric chair. Oh, cool. There we go. <laughs> and that's 1989. <laughs> what a trip. <laughs> Glad I wasn't around for it. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Like I'm, like I said, I'm. This movie comes out day before I turn eight years old. 
So like little kid, elementary school. Yeah. Like I, I'm trying to like even remember. I'm like, I'm not really even able to put like a pin on life at that point. Cause like I was too young to really kind of like, this is not a time when I'm forming my own opinions on right. things. Um, I can say that Ghostbusters 2 comes out. I do remember going to the movies to see it. We were all very excited. Uh, My mother fell asleep during the movie. Of course. And I was just like beside myself. I'm like, how do <laughs> how you fall you asleep? Not? I'm like, a masterpiece is playing in front of you. <laughs> And you, and my mom was like, Dude, this, is, this is like yeah. modern day Citizens yeah. Kane. Come on, what, people. What are you doing? She was like, are you kidding me? She's like, you're quiet. The lights are out. I'm a parent. I am <laughs> sleeping. And she did. To this day, She's she defends so herself. She defends herself because I still break her balls to this day that uh. she fell asleep in the movie theater. And like, Ghostbusters 2 is not a quiet movie. It is not like a peaceful, serene movie that you know, we're watching. No, when you're tired enough, it doesn't matter. I you guess. Sleep. I guess not. I guess not. That's but amazing. Yeah, I will still break her balls to this day. And she's just like, really? I f-. First of all, she's like, oh, I fell asleep. Doesn't remember. Which, like, I'm offended. Because I'm like, this is one of my all-time favorite movies. We're seeing it in the theater. You fell asleep. That memory is etched into my little fucking eight-year-old Mom brain. Mom doesn't care about what I like. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's fine, Mom. That's fine. Don't support me. I don't need your support. I got friends. <laughs> <laughs> on a side story I, there were many times when I was a child and I would be like you know mom can we watch 101 Dalmatians on VHS and yeah we can watch it and then we'd finish it and I and then she she would fall asleep while watching it she'd mm-hmm. wake up and I'd say okay can we watch it again but this time you you watch it with your <laughs> eyes open yeah yeah so well, I know. wasn't I wasn't alive for any of this so like it's nice to hear about all these things definitely mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to place it. I assume, I feel, uh, yeah, my parents were definitely had met by this point and they were definitely looking at like marriage uh, and then they got married the next year. So, yeah. but. What was it? Did you say that, honey, I shrunk the kids never you've seen never it. seen? No. That's another fun one. I, I Yeah. yeah. I, like, I mean, Rick, Rick Moranis is mm-hmm. in it and all that. And like I, the concept's fun and I remember seeing the commercials for it and all the Disney VHS commercials. Yeah. Like I, I remember that, but like I never actually, between... Between honey, honey, I shrunk the shrunk kids, and then the one where it's like, honey, I blew up the baby. Yeah, or something. that's the sequel. Is that actually the name of it? Uh, I think it's honey, I blew up the kids. Okay. Or maybe kid, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. one of the, it's the sequel so. that yeah the the little toddler becomes a gigantic, like literally a giant baby. Right. Yeah. Like I I I've seen those commercials and I know about the franchise, but like I've never actually bothered to watch it yeah it's fun like i said another another just like fun 80s like no that was a like disney so yeah fun 80 fun 80s family movie uh-huh. where look who's talking does have adult humor in it okay and i know you're a bit sensitive to adult humor am i <laughs> i don't know i don't either <laughs> i mean like yeah i definitely enjoy child uh 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 like I, I enjoy cartoons and, and and animated films and i just don't like horror movies okay <laughs> Okay, and for the 99% of the time, I will not force you to watch horror movies. But there is that small 1% of the time that I will. Yeah. Like, sometime in the coming months, in probably April or May. Oh, this sounds like a plug for another thing. You're probably going to be on an episode of Jersey Ghouls. <laughs> Watching a scary movie, because we have a little series called Let's Scare AJ, and the last time you were on, we failed, because we didn't scare AJ. Because that... <laughs> no one would have been scared by The Conjuring 3. That last movie, that Conjuring by the way, they're making four. They're, they're making, doing another one? Yes, I had no idea. What? I saw a teaser trailer for Conjuring 4. Apparently this is like the final chapter. When's that coming out? I don't remember. Well, I we, barely saw it. I have to see it. Obviously. 
only for the show. Not, Obviously. Not, not that I want to see it, but... No. But, there, but like I said, there is another movie that we've already picked out and we're not telling you what it is, but Oh, that's... you and Marissa have already picked this out. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Great. We already know. And so that's going to be upcoming and we'll we'll cross-promote and we'll make sure that... <laughs> Great. We put them. We put the link there. Can't wait. Um, do you have anything else about no, I, Harry I, I got, or Sally? I got nothing. I enjoyed the movie enough to to say that I didn't dislike it. Okay, and I didn't like it, and I can't have that time back. So <laughs> I will use that time, uh, the memory of that time, in other ways. I don't know. I will I mean, use that time instead to listen to our podcast yeah. and give us a rating. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Good plug. Good, good segue. <laughs> rate us on Spotify. Find us on your favorite social media app or podcasting app. We're the List We Miss podcast. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And we'll see you guys. We won't see you guys ever. But you can hear, <laughs> you can hear us next time. Uh, Bye. Bye. <laughs>